BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And on today's episode, we are continuing with our Defeat the Chaos interview series. So if you're not familiar, we are pulling over some of our favorite interviews with guests on our radio show, Defeat the Chaos, and we have created podcasts out of them. So today's show has David Breyer. We interviewed David on on BizQuick, I think back in season two. And uh, well, that was a wild ride. It was also a very wild ride when he was on uh, the uh, the radio show. Yes, David is a very interesting person. <laughs> he is a brilliant brand expert. Um, he, he's a lot. Yeah, he's a lot to handle, and, and he he comes in kind of hot. Um, kind of hot? Eh, real hot. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, it's... It's a strange start to the podcast, but it is, or the, the radio show, but um, the interview was a great interview. Uh, great, 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 great interview. Um, and David's a, a very smart guy when it comes to branding and marketing and, and all of that. And we definitely get into that with him and, and get some, some good uh, nuggets of information in there when it comes to building um, your brand and storytelling. Mm, yes. Yes, we we do. David is um, it the the the, uh, the episode itself is very interesting. Uh, we just we cover you know we talk about us stories and how important stories are, and you know we're I think stories are. You, you talked about it this on a recent. I don't know if it was on a podcast or on the radio show where you talked about sort of the evolution of story and why it's so important to us. Well, so that was my theory as to why videos are more popular than reading. Because we were talking to Mike Capuzzi. Oh, uh, yes. He's an author and he's got bite-sized books. And um, he, uh, so it's all of his books that he, so he's a, a publisher slash writer slash book coach. Like he does, all, he helps people publish books. Yeah. Um, and all of his books are less than 100 pages. And it's, you know, we kind of got into that and we were talking about reading and why reading is kind of going down, you know, downhill or it's, it's less popular. Like you go to a website and you want to read some news and no, you have to watch a video and that drives me crazy. But I was thinking, oh, well, for thousands and thousands of years, there was no written communication. Everything was told. Everything was audible. And that's the only way that you got information was by somebody telling it to you. And I think that that's uh, ingrained in our brain. And we I, now all of a sudden had a insane in the middle. Yes, I did too. As soon as I said that, um, <laughs> what's up, Cypress Hill? <laughs> um, it's crazy how yes. both of our brains went right there. But uh, it, you know, I think that that's that's just a part of who we are. Like it, it, having somebody tell you a story is better than reading the story. That's why I think movies are more popular than books. Because somebody's basically telling you the story rather than you having to read the story. Mm. 
Got it. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting perspective. So anyway, we talk about with David, we get into stories um, and we get into, you know, well, there was that awkward moment at the beginning where he talks about sleeping naked. Yes. <laughs> Just very uncomfortable. And then uh, we get into storytelling as it relates to your brand. Um, and just, just it just kind of, the the interview just sort of takes a life of its own on from there. It really does. And we get into um, social media. That's always one of our favorite topics to talk about and how much that has become a part of our life. Yes. Not so much me, but it's becoming more and more a part of my life. And I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. No. Well, do you see, I, th- I think you're going to be able to get away from it though a little bit coming very soon. Uh, yes and no, because it's still something that I have to own in the business. Which, well, there's a difference between owning it and having to be a part of it, physically a part of sure, it. Sure, right? I just want to pay somebody to do it all for me. Right, which well, is where I'm. We're getting close to that point. We're getting we're very close to that. Yes, and, I mean you know you don't really do anything for SB Pace anymore, so I record reels for SB Pace. Some reels, occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if you hate it that much, we can remove that off your plate, too. Yes, let's do that. Let's take everything off my plate, Julie. Okay. Just kidding. Anyway, back to the interview with David. Yeah, it's, it is, um, listen, if you didn't listen to the first podcast with him on BizQuick, highly recommend it. He, you know, we, it went really long because David wouldn't let us end. Correct. And he didn't want us to end the radio show either. Um, I think he would have loved to have kept that going. But unfortunately, our producer, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, Aaron was very like, got to go. <laughs> this <Yes>. is over. <laughs> that was the first interview we had where we had to test whether or not Aaron could uh, remove mute, somebody, mute people or put them in the waiting room. Yes. Um, and fortunately, we didn't have to do that. David, David. You know, he played well. He followed the rules. He did. I would have him back on as a guest. Oh, again. definitely. Yes. He was, he was, he did, a, he did a good job and he always, he's so informative, right? He just truly, I don't know anybody who knows brands better than him. And um, I think when you are, you know, when you're building a company, the brand is, is very important. It's very important to your brand. And, and David's really good at breaking down why it's so important. Yes. And uh, you were a part of his mastermind group or master class master class yes i was a part of his master class and that was very helpful it was it was long it was like oh yeah 10 i remember weeks and it was saturday mornings it was saturday mornings with the start time but no end time yeah that would drive me insane as the first in a, it was the first time i'd ever participated in something like that where there wasn't an end time and i'm actually a mastermind that i'm in right now has no end time and it's not my favorite thing. It's it's not my favorite thing. It's like I not you know not that like on a Saturday listen a Saturday afternoon like you, there's a ton of things you want to do on a Saturday, right? So it's like oh god, is this when when are we going to be down? But you don't want to miss anything on the class. And in the mastermind, it's like uh, okay, I want to hang in there for everybody else in the group, but also. It's almost 11 o'clock my time, and I've been sitting here with you since 7.30, and I'm fucking tired. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't think I'd do well with that, because I also don't do well when a meeting's supposed to end at, like, 60 minutes, and at, like, 62 minutes, I'm already having, like, a, 
anxiety because I'm like, I've had, I've already planned out what I'm going to do with this time. And you're, you're now taking, you're stealing from me. Yeah. Well, I'll have to tell you about, uh, my, a recent Friday afternoon meeting. Oh, perfect. Well, save that for, uh, the next defeat the chaos series. Um, this airs, uh, we're going to do this defeat the chaos every Tuesday, um, for a little while and be sure to check that out and get ready for an interesting and awkward interview with David Breyer. Uh, and we'll see you after the break. With so many things competing for our attention these days, efficiently acquiring and retaining customers is critical for small businesses. And that's why we launched Certivium, the newest business from the SB Pace team. Certivium is a business created specifically for entrepreneurs who need a hand with customer service, customer engagement, and social media management. We are an affordable option that any small business looking to grow needs to help maintain the most important part of their business their customers. Find out if Certivium is right for your business at certivium.com. All right, and welcome back to the show, everybody. We have David Breyer with us, and we're going to hopefully continue that conversation about storytelling and whatever else we get into, because this could be uh, quite the train wreck. Um, so, welcome to the show, David. Thank you very, very much. And I, I don't know, I don't know who's driving the train. I don't know who's freaking planning on wrecking it. But I'm, I'm going to be the passenger that survives. And like, freak, I, I become the su- unexpected superhero. Like all of a sudden, and I actually get everyone out of the train before it collides with some unknown boulder or the Titanic that is transferred, you know, over time into like, what the hell is that doing here? So yes, that's my job. <laughs> well. Thank God you it are going to save everyone. I was. Do you have your cape on this morning, or what's the? I owe it. I, I. That's uh, look, look, like, like as we, you and I spoke a little bit earlier today, and I know that everybody that's listening to this is just getting out of bed, and so am I. And just for the information, I sleep butt naked only with a cape. Okay, that's basically it. So that way, you know, just so yes, you know, you already know that I have my cape on. I don't. Well, that paints a good picture. And that's <laughs> part, part of storytelling, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I challenge everyone listening to the show right now, try to unsee that. Okay, just go for it. <laughs> and if you're not sure what David looks like, you can go to his website, <laughs> yep. risingabovethenoise.com, and you can get a good, better picture. Oh, David. Okay, let's talk about storytelling as it relates to your brand. Yep. Yeah. How important is it to be able to tell a good story? I mean, to me, stories are like oxygen. I mean, literally it's, I mean, let's look at it. Let's, let's look at it from our own experiences. If you're, if you're hanging out, if you're, if you're introduced to somebody and they don't have the ability to just weave a story, could be a short story, could be the trivial story, could be a, even a little story about, Hey, you know what? This is kind of awkward. We've just met each other and we really don't have anything to say to one another. Anything could be turned into a story. And where I, where I think, so many people get hung up is they're looking for what are the facts and, 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 you know, and what are the facts so I can weave a story? And that is like the most, that is a cul-de-sac from linguistic hell. You're going to just end up, you know, just going down and you're not, you're going to die because the thing that happens is, you know, it's like the greatest storytellers, they fascinate us. They intrigue us. They take us someplace we didn't expect, you know, they connect dots. We didn't connect and so there's, there's the art and the swagger and the courage and, and the willingness to just 
go places where there is no safety net. You know, it doesn't mean, you know, just being, you know, just being wild or being abrasive or, or just, or, you know, just dropping F-bombs everywhere. But it's just a matter of like, hey, are you willing to play with this? Are you willing, you know, it's like, you know, parents told us, adults told us when we were young, don't play with your food. Just realize that that doesn't apply to facts as you, grow, as you get older. It's like, have some fun. Weave some things together because otherwise you're going to bore people. Facts don't determine a story. We do. David, do you think it's fair to say that people who don't like stories are serial killers? Well, when you sort of drop your voice that way, it kind of takes me to a certain place. But all I can say is I don't think that they're serial killers, but I do think they're definitely not eating breakfast of champions. I hope you can connect the dots there. I have no idea what's going on right now, but uh, let's yes, get the- yeah, yeah, Yes, you do, Corey. See, that's the thing I love about you, Corey. You, I love when you, I lo- your, your tell is so obvious. I have no idea. You know exactly what's going on, Corey, and that's what I love about you. Of course, and it's really awkward, so I want to get this show back to normal over here, all right? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> um, but, all right, so we were talking prior to this about uh, the telling too much like a, a story needs to be the right length. And so you need to deliver the facts, but you also need to do it in a way that engages the the listener. But I feel like a lot of people tend to just tell too much. They like, and for me, that's like a huge waste of my time because I just want like for me, and again, I'm, I'm a little bit different, but in general, I don't need what, just because you can use more words doesn't mean that you should. 100%. No, no, I'm totally, I'm totally with you. Look, the bottom line is, I think there's a couple of points here to that are really important takeaways and action items. One is, is I've seen it, and um, people tend to be not very balanced on their tell versus their ask. Right? They're like telling, 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 telling. and so like, and and that applies in conversations. It applies in sales. It applies in presentations. Um, you know, it's like sometimes you, you need to balance the, the ebb and the flow of the conversations. You say, have you ever noticed da 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 right? Now, what does that do? That does, that invites your listener to actually go, oh, no, I actually hadn't done that. Good. Well, you know, here's what I've observed about that. Now, so now you can go into a tell, right? So if you are cognizant of those, it's like, it's like jab, jab, you know, right hook, you know, so you, you need to know your your ammunition in that conversation and storytelling. So to me, it's really the, the best storytellers have a great ability to tell and ask. And sometimes that ask is a rhetorical question, or sometimes it's not. Sometimes you, you, you can even weigh in. And again, this is in the live setting. If you're saying, hey, how many people here have ever experienced blah, 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 right? And you know, raise your hand, right? So that's, that's an ask, but it, it balances out between the give and the take. And to your point about, about, brevity. That's why I started my one minute Wednesday uh, um, YouTube series, because I found that people, it's like, I mean, I'd see these, you know, 15 minute, 20 minute, one hour, you know, YouTube videos and things. And I'm like, you know, I'm, there are times when I'm, you know, you can't tell me from Corey, if, especially if you put the two of us in a, in a dark closet, you, you can't tell us apart. Um, and so, I like stuff that's brief and people were shocked at what I could actually fit into that. I I can actually make a usable worthwhile point in 60 seconds that usually would take other people 15 to 20 minutes. So um, I value that very much as you do. That's, I, that's, that's brilliant. I love that you're doing those one minute Wednesdays. And I think, 
there's so much information out there. And as, as you know, I mean, it's in your book where you talk about our attention span is actually that less than a goldfish, right? Less than a freaking goldfish. Yeah. And I won't, I won't even tell you how many goldfish I actually managed to kill when I was a kid. I was a terrible goldfish owner. <laughs> At least it was done accidentally. <laughs> it was done accidentally. It, it was. Because now we're back to the serial killer yes, again. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, David, let's talk a little bit about, well, let's talk as much as we can about branding, since that is your area of expertise. You are the master at branding. In fact, sometimes I look at other people's posts about branding on social media where they'll be like branding is and they list like five things and I'm like you're so fucking wrong it's not even funny like you like holy crap like you're even scratch the surface yeah it's so pathetic. yeah yeah so let's 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 dive into branding and you know what is a brand well a brand a brand is is many things. I mean, and, and I, I'm not saying that glibly. I mean, a brand can be a person, a brand can be a product, a brand can be a service, but let's, let's look at what branding as an activity is, which will give it context. Branding, as I cover in my book, Brand Invention, branding is a four-letter definition as opposed to the 20,000, by the way, there's over 20,000 books. If you, want to, if you don't believe me, go to Amazon right now, literally search under books, you will find there's over 20,000 books. It will take you, by the way, if you read two books every freaking day, it would take you over, over a quarter of a century to read all those books. Now, if you value your time like Corey does, you'll appreciate my four-word definition as an alternate solution. <laughs> so the four words are the art of differentiation. Because the things that we notice in life, we don't notice all the stuff that's the same. We kind of go like, I mean, and I can't tell you how many times, I mean, I've actually branded cities and I'm brought in to brand the city and I have to take a photographic uh, inventory shoot of all the things that I see as an outsider and I've reintroduced it to them and they're like, where's that? Wow, where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Because they're in like hypnotic mode where it's today. It's like same day, same shit, you know, the same shit, different day. Um, And so they just go like, blah, 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 blah. We don't recognize the stuff that we consider the same. We do recognize the things that are extraordinary. We do realize the things that are outside the realm of what we expected. And so differences, you know, and and one thing, you know, I love to say is that different is better than better because everyone who has a company or is selling something, they're all going to tell you that their thing is better. Well, ours is better. And here's why, or we, we have more, we have more customer experience. We have more, more uh, customer knowledge. We have more, we have more years. We're made in the USA. You know, we're, we're next gen. We're state of the art. We've invested this. We've, we've, we've spent X, Y, Z, R and D and all the, that's all the same, 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 same. That is meaningless. That is, a, that is a meeting killer. So that's the same. How do you separate yourself out? That is the art of differentiation. And that's what branding is with anything you have. I love it. We, I just the other day, I was having a conversation with um, a former client who had done her own competitive analysis. And Corey and I are, we are masters at competitive analysis, right? You want a competitive analysis done, you knock on our door because we're the people you want doing it. But someone, a former client had done her own competitive analysis. So she's made a little bit of a pivot. And um, she sent to me what she thought was her, you know, her competitive advantage and her, you know, her differentiator. And I read through it and I was like, you have got to be able to tell people how you're different without mentioning the competition and certainly without shitting on the competition because 
you it puts people in the in the defensive mode, right? You start by saying how someone sucks, someone else sucks. I want to defend that person and I don't even know who they are. And you've made me defensive and and like turn away from you, but you haven't told me why you're different. You've just mm-hmm. asked me why they suck. And so it's so important to be able to differentiate yourself and market that without ever having to mention who your competition is. Yeah. Yeah. If people, if people ever like approach me, if people ever approach me and they, and they, and they like, tell me really fast what you do, which I, which I personally, I, I personally hate. I think that that's a false premise. If, if you literally, if you and I are meeting for the first time and all you've got is a freaking minute of attention, good. Okay. Let's spend that next minute actually setting up a time where we can actually have a real conversation. That's bullshit. I will reject that outright because it's a false premise. Now, now that's, now that's, that's one one way that I uh, attack that now. And if I'm, if I happen to be in a gratuitous uh, moment where I'm just like, you know, just all about giving, I'll just say, well, here's the deal. I blow torch the shit out of mediocrity. <laughs> and so, that and does, so, does. you know, it's kind of like, which way do you, which way do you want to roll? But, but, but you've got to be willing to, you know, but I agree with you. I mean, I think that's why people have such a disgusting distaste for, for, you know, like if you ever ask, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to steer this conversation, but if anybody were to ever ask uh, a politician a, a question, they never say yes or no. You ever notice that they, they always kind of like they say, well, blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's like, will you just answer yes or no? And, 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 and or if then if they don't, they say, well, as opposed to my opponent, you know, so it's like they, they either shit on the competition or they deflect without ever being straight, which gives which makes us all really resent those those kinds of conversations because they're not straight and we we appreciate candor we appreciate directness that's what i have found and anybody that doesn't appreciate directness it's a good tell because why are you going to want to get in bed with someone that doesn't appreciate just a straight and i don't mean abusive and i don't mean dominant a domination kind of relationship where you're dominating that but you're just being straight you say well you know what you just did that was shit um, or by, by the way, what you just did was freaking genius. You know, that's just straight. It's more efficient. And that's kind of what I was getting at with like the directness, the brevity, the, that, the type of stuff that I like, because um, click funnels, for example, Julie's been trying to explain to me or sell me or uh, like use click funnels. And I was, I haven't been in a and while. Not in a while, but like, she's like, oh, here, go check out this site. So I go to the site and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm reading and I'm like, yeah, but what, what do you do? What, what does this do? It's like, well, you know, you can connect with customers. I can do that a lot of ways. What do you do? Well, you know, again, it's like for me, again, I, I still to this day haven't quite figured out what they are or how to use them. And I think that's telling of the, that person that was telling that story of what the product they were selling on that website because I still don't know what it does. Well, I mean, I, I, I can explain what it does, but I'm not going to take up this time to, to, to promote Russell Brunson's thing. We actually found out, we actually found out, by the way, that <laughs> this, you're going you're to hear this in, a, in an upcoming webinar. We, we found out, and this is actually on their site, but nobody did the math. So they have 100,000 businesses around the world that use their service. And they have 700 uh, people who have made it to their what they basically made it to their two comma club, which is that they've made a million dollars on their on their uh, on their funnel. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do the math, that's 0.2 percent. Now, I don't know about you, but if my iPhone worked 0.2 percent of the time, 
I throw that fucker out the uh, you know, in the garbage. I and I, I I'd shoot it. I would burn it. You know. So the thing is, is point two. But nobody. It's very interesting. We we we've been looking into this, and the things that are these staples or go to solutions. So I don't know about you, but if I have an option of choosing something that has a higher percentage than point two, I sure as hell I'm going to go with it. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that, that's a great point, and and obviously right there, it's uh, people. I mean they're they're good at selling it. Because they're great. They're great at selling it. They're amazing at selling it. No actually question. training people how to use it, how yeah. to get anything out of it is a whole other thing. Because for me, I'm like, it's just a series of web pages. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. anyway, that's crazy. All right. So we had some people submit some questions and we're not going to get to all of them, but I'm going to ask one of them, David. And here is the question. This fresh, this question is from New York food feeling on Instagram. And it is, what do you do when you're stuck and can't find that differentiating factor in your business? Okay. I hope that, I hope the New York food feeling is listening for, because first of all, I am from New York. I'm a Brooklyn kid and I love food. So listen up folks. Here's the deal. You're looking way too close at your own shit. What you need to do is I, I need you. First of all, I can guarantee you if you, if, if I, if I actually helped you directly, I, I would, I would find, I, I've already, I've done it for food companies, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you, always, you have to be kind of ingenious. Um, you kind of have to look and I'll, and I'll give you a very specific example. There was a, there's a native New Yorker who now lives in Boston. He, you know, he's been in the record business, record industry, and he's run one Grammys and all this kind of stuff. Bang. Great. Well, what ends up happening is he ends up going, you know, I, I now want to return to my roots. I want to create this artisanal deli meat. And so we, you know, we did the branding for him, da, 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 da. but where it got magical was when we came up with the slogan, you know, because it's like, how, did, how the hell do we separate his stuff from everything from boar's head on down, right? Because all that shit's competing in the deli section. Well, we ended up coming up with this four word thing because we had to come up with a, a, a domain and everybody had used everything for relating to deli. So we came up with this slogan, four words, more food per pound. Right. And so and no more flavor per pound it was more flavor per pound. And that became the domain. But the thing is, is you've got to look outside your industry, look at things and look at your in, look at the people you serve, look at the people you help, look at look. Are you are you hitting a certain a certain strata type of people? People looking for a fast thing that's really amazingly delicious. Like if you just you look at Jimmy John's, I mean, they took they took something that's pretty, you know, it's average. But they took you go to their stuff, you go to one of their places. And what do you see in this in the window? It says free smells. How smart is that, right? Free smells. So cool just to do that kind of little element. That's an example. Great. And thank you for, uh, for that example. And we got, unfortunately, got to take a uh, break now. But if you've, uh, anybody out there, if they want to connect with David, they can go to his website, risingabovethenoise.com. And links and all of that to David's information will be in the show notes. Check that out. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back after these commercials. Well, we hope that you enjoyed that replay of our interview on Defeat the Chaos, and you can check out all of our live shows on Defeat the Chaos. It's on the Voice America Business Channel every Thursday at 9 a.m., and be sure to check out our other podcasts on BizQuick Podcast. We release those every Tuesday and Thursday. Julie, you got anything else? I do not. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> 